I'm Kim. I'm Megs. Welcome to the At Wits End podcast. <laughs> We're recording. <laughs> Kittens can be real assholes. <laughs> Why are we here? What have I done? Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? I only show. Oh right. my gosh. Ah, okay. <laughs> so great. Elsa. <laughs> I don't know, is that even a word? Welcome back to the Atwood Zen Podcast. I'm Megs. And I'm Kim, and this is episode 35, My Slow and Simple. Hi. We are glad to be back. As many of our listeners notice, there was no episode two weeks ago. As Kim brilliantly called it, it was our mid-season finale. And in truth, this episode and our break really go hand in hand. So while we both can say that we and may forever be busy, the last two to three weeks got away from us and we really needed a break, but it's been a nice break. We have lots to chat about. I feel fresh. How do you feel, Kimmy? It feels good to be recording again. Like I missed it the past couple of weeks and like I feel like we both really needed the break though, but it just felt really weird not putting out an episode. Yeah. <laughs> like I think kind of separately our lives just became this like unexpected whirlwind and it wasn't even like one of us had a moment, even if one of us had a moment that it made sense to record, it just didn't fit with the other person and something just like had to give. So the break was needed, but I feel very recharged now and as much as June was super busy, I'm looking forward to slowing things down a bit in July and having a little more room to breathe and like just like think straight again. And we have some fun at Wits End News to share with everyone today. But first, why don't you tell everyone how you've been the last few weeks and what you've been up to? So I guess I'll start on a little bit of a somber note and then I'll end with happier notes. But we dealt with a death within our close circles and it was really shocking and difficult. And my sisters and I lost our father in a very similar way to this death. And it was just like an emotional period of time. As, you know, we had to reflect on our own emotional states and how did it feel bringing things up in a really all too familiar way. But so is what feels like the never ending journey with grief is that it never really ends. And there are different things that will bring things up again. But things have settled and... It was a really nice way to think about my dad in this very unexpected way. So there was that. So that was just like a whole emotional thing that we were kind of dealing with at the time. Other news. My brother-in-law's bed and breakfast has opened its doors officially. That's service Stratford in Stratford. Just in case you didn't get that. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's been really fun to be a part of and to get things off the ground. And I'm glad to say that like all my hard work with the website and the other like back end factors now finds us as one of the top searches for Stratford Bed and Breakfast or Stratford Hotel. So I'm really just like patting myself on the back and giving myself a round of applause because I think so few people understand just how much work goes into having things come up in like search results. Yeah, that's so impressive. Yeah, right? So I'm like, yay me. And then in the coming weeks, I tell all my my clients that I switch to really what people call freelancer schedules anyway, like the five to nine schedule. But like I literally switch to five to nine schedules because blueberry season is beginning soon. So I spend about a month and a half at the patch daily working on, you know, the most impressive farmer's tan you've ever seen. Hugo also officially has eight teeth. So, you know, big things are happening over here. (laughs) 
And Downton Abbey is the best show that I've ever seen in my life, ever, ever, ever. I just, ever. like, it's the, it's the classic seven years late yeah. the TV show. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I am all for watching shows that are done. Because I can't imagine the, I'm, so, it's like Amazon Prime has ruined us when something's like, oh, it'll arrive next week. And I'm like, ah. This is the worst shipping service ever. And it's like, no, that's normal. Amazon Prime is not. And so now I'm just so used to being able to watch a show completely on demand that it's hard for me to watch something that isn't done. So that, that's to my defense. So what yeah, about you? <laughs> I feel I feel that. I feel like that's like when even when you watch like season by season as it comes out. But nowadays, if they don't drop the whole season at once, you're like, what Ew. am I supposed to do? Come every back week? every week? Yeah. Like, it's just so annoying. But honestly, I'm like struggling to even think back two weeks ago because I feel like it just feels like a lifetime. Like so many things have just been happening. I feel like the start of it was my birthday, which was nice and quiet. I just like had dinner with my family and had kind of a relaxing evening and then everything just kind of became like nonstop from that moment forward. Yeah. So I went to Ottawa for my younger brother's convocation and came back. So it was kind of like there for 24 hours quick whirlwind road trip and then the two saturday and sundays like framing what our episode was supposed to come out i was in sailing lessons to get my basic cruising certification very so cool, i was like cool. nine nine to five at this course which was really fun i still have to write the written exam which i'll be studying for this weekend but yeah super fun and then last weekend I saw you, which I'll get to in a moment. But I'll I also celebrated. Moment, yeah. <laughs> I also celebrated my friend's birthday, and then it was another friend's bachelorette the next day. So like, honestly, if I could describe myself in one word right now, it's tired. Yeah. <laughs> but in other fun news, I've had some exciting things happening in my work life, and I'm super excited to be kind of starting a new chapter in that regard. So maybe socially I'm tired, but very much revived career-wise. Yeah, but 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 back to us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the real reason we're here. So last week we had our first at Wits End sleepover, which I think is like such a funny way of saying it because like you and I have definitely like slept over at each other's houses so many times, but no recording or planning was done. We just kind of hung out and you know, we chat about the podcast at least three times a week over at FaceTime. Least, yeah. So so this was our kind of like catch up session and then we did have the opportunity to have our first official photo shoot. Yay! <laughs> so we rented <laughs> the cutest Airbnb in Kitchener, and I can't stress it enough that it was literally the cutest. It was a guest house, so one bedroom, and just this, like, just meticulous vibes. Like, we celebrated Kim's 20th birthday at a restaurant that shall not be named because I feel like I just attract bad service, and we indeed had bad service and then we spent you know summer evening drinking very good beer and just talking about life and finally we watched how to lose a guy in 10 days so kim did you like the movie before you answer i will add that our relationship really depends on how you answer this next question i did i like it i really liked it and it It reminded me of when I hadn't seen my best friend's wedding, which I also watched for the first time with you, but I don't think I vocalized that I hadn't seen it before. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I hadn't seen it before, but I was like, it was one of those movies that I watched and was like, wait, like, I've always heard of this movie and I don't know, like, and now that I've seen it, I'm like, I don't understand why I didn't watch it sooner. I've also had Carly Simon's You're So Vain stuck in my head all week because of it. 
I wish but there was some, like, copyright issues because it's like you walked into the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my, it's just literally me driving around Pickering this week is all I've been listening to. You're uh, so <laughs> and the way she sings it in the movie too is just so funny. It's probably how I sound in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a drunk stupor. But, yeah. Not driving. Yeah. Like, yeah. But just in the movie, <laughs> she's intoxicated. Yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. And then the next morning, we had photographer Cass of Create Branding come all the way from Whippy to join us for a few hours. And she was just the best, I think. She between was. you and yeah. And like between you and I, like we're pretty meticulous planners. So we already had like built out mood boards, coordinated outfits, like acquired all the props. So we were like, we were ready to go. And then say, Cass joined us. Kim is not giving herself the credit she deserves. <laughs> Kim did all of that. I just made it happen. And Kim took care of the details which is usually how it goes I'm hey, like, you got the props okay fine but i'm always like i have this idea and kim's like oh god okay okay here I just, okay ready <laughs> so, that's usually how that goes i liked, I liked the sound effects yeah, thank you but yeah so then Cass joined us and she'd made a mood board of her own and was just like so prepared and like so unexpected obviously her. we had yeah like we had high hopes in obviously booking her but she was she was just like so great and exceeded all expectations so that was so much fun and i think also like working in in creative fields like just getting to collaborate with like someone else on something that was just like fun was really nice for us like in the freelancer world a lot of the business that we do get comes from people referring people and i love that part of this community and like already kim has connected cast and and i know that as soon as i get the chance i'll be like oh i know a fantastic photographer great great uh recommendation uh here uh yep yep that was really nice is is learning about somebody and then connecting with them is always great in the freelancer realm yeah exactly and like yeah i'm so excited to see how the pictures turned out and i'm sure you all do too so follow yeah. us on instagram <laughs> at adwits and podcast if you want to so see cute. them anyways so <laughs> let's get into the bulk of this episode my slow and simple and i think we've touched upon slowing down in various episodes in the past but we really wanted to kind of expand on those conversations and delve deep deeper into not the issue per se but in, into the topic in general like I think the first the first logical question that like comes to mind is why do you think it's important to slow down I see it a lot like fine dining when it comes to food I am at times very particular about what I eat and it's not about the quantity of my food but it's about the quality of it and you know don't get me wrong sometimes something like craft dinner can be quality dining but to slow down is to be intentional and when you're intentional with what you choose to do with your time and your energy and your life it's like being prepared and it can take a lot of work but in the end you're better off and the other thing is like when i look around at some people in my life that i know really well or those that i'm just kind of acquainted to i see that there's a lot of people that are overwhelmed and they're struggling and I can see it very plainly to me that if you just slow down a little bit, it'll be easier, less stress, less things to worry about and really focusing on those things that you want to have in your life. Like, Do you know what I mean? Do you, what about you? Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Like, I feel that it's in the slow moments that we kind of get clarity on things and so without that it's so easy to kind of get lost in the weeds and get out of alignment with the things that really matter to you you know yeah so I find 
it's on it's on the days that I really have nothing to do and the pressure of having any commitments is off or like that need to rush I have the best ideas I always have the most like rewarding impromptu experiences and I'm no stranger to the symptoms of burnout it's no <laughs> joke when it happens to you no, it's not. and I think today's world really like you know there's so many jokes but like oh I'll sleep when I'm dead and like you know push yourself harder and hustle and when you're so stressed out with busyness it doesn't like do your mental or physical health any favors like I don't know like are you actively trying to add into your life because I feel like for me it really comes and goes in these waves and Mm -hmm. I'm in this moment right now of really trying to break this cyclical nature of my habits (laughs) because my tendency is always to go through like oh I'm in this quiet rest period and like I feel like I'm kind of like trying to enter one now and then as soon as I feel recharged I fill my schedule with everything like social plans road trips work commitments and like the cycle of burnout just begins again like I'm feeling I'm like already feeling this sense of overwhelm with the summer just from like just too many commitments like I've overcommitted myself to plans so I'm trying to be conscious now that just because I'm free doesn't mean I'm available Kim, and I like think I know the answer to your problems is that you drive too much <laughs> and therefore you need to move into my complex and therefore <laughs> less driving <laughs> equals more happiness <laughs> less Toronto traffic am I right <laughs> <laughs> It's a tempting offer. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I just feel like do. I'm I'm really struggling right now with like, you know, summertime, everybody wants to make plans. I physically have the space to squeeze it all in. But like, it mentally, and yeah. like, it, it's a lot. And like, I'm definitely like an introvert. And so like, I find like, even last weekend, I was out, you know, you and I were together Thursday night, Friday morning, I was at a party Friday night, I was at a party Saturday, I came home Sunday, and I was like, oh my god, nobody talked to me for 24 hours. Like, I I just need to be alone. I I was in town where where Kim lives, and I was gonna stop by, but then I literally was like, no, just, just, I don't think you could tell me no, but like, you need to do absolutely nothing, and you've had a Yeah, I don't think I moved, I ordered. I ordered McDonald's and I didn't move from my couch for like that's until kids, the next day. That's burnout food, everybody. If you see an McDonald's, increase, yeah, it is. yeah. When you're hungover, you also get McDonald's sometimes too. Yeah, I do. I was I was both on Sunday, so yeah. that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe I'm like consciously adding to my life is a better way of looking at it, or like I'm adding more time to soothe my introverted soul is yes. what I'm adding. Okay. But like, what about you? Are you are you adding things to your life right now? I mean, I'm certainly trying, and it's funny that we say like adding things when it's like the addition of doing less. But yes, like I've come yeah. to the realization in the last few months that you know, the legacy, that there's a legacy that I want to build around my family, around my husband, Hugo, our future children, my sisters, my mom, and our extended family, you know, and I'm constantly holding on to this idea that there's no better day than today to start doing the things that are good for you for your life. And even if they are really difficult, which it is hard, it is hard to slow down and it feels weird when you don't have plans because it's like, okay, either you see a bunch of people and you're exhausted or you don't and is that alternative you know it's like balancing out what feels better so I mean yeah I was just gonna say that you know when you take these difficult things you know a day at a time then you can build the the mightiest and the most beautiful of things without getting overwhelmed 
about mm-hmm. the final product and instead focusing on how to to include things into this daily life into this daily rhythm and I guess in the short answer is yes I'm actively trying I can see the benefits of it mainly a reduction of stress which for me is always tied into vacation like I don't see a reducing my stress like I, I feel like when I go on vacation that's when I have a complete reduction of stress and it's trying to incorporate that into my daily life a little bit more which actually speaking of you have a few very exciting trips planned that we've talked about in a couple episodes so far in the remainder of this year so how does vacation play into leading this kind of simple or slower kind of life like where does that come in for you in vacation first off I like completely agree with that and I think like the hard part that you were speaking about is like finding like at least for me when I'm slowed down and like calm I start thinking about all the things I can do I'm like oh I want to do this I want to do that and then I fill up my schedule with all these things or like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to go like tackle this or like learn this and whatever. Almost learning how to navigate that while also forcing that rest time into the busy periods, like instead of letting it go back and forth. And like, that's what I struggle with the most is like when I'm calm and slowed down and like, you know, have that space, I just get so many ideas and then I try to accomplish them all at once. See, I feel like that's just because you and I are big, we have big dreams. You know, as I as I tell Tilo and my sister who, who lives with us in the summers, it's like, what are your goals, you losers? Like, you've got nothing. <laughs> Short-term goals, long-term goals, <laughs> you don't have them. And I think that's maybe why it's so difficult for us is when you see this, like, basic advice about slowing down there's a few things that people will say to do and it's you know remove the bullshit or get off your phone take a bubble bath yeah and it's like (laughs) uh, well (laughs) that's not my idea of slowing down like for me I like more of the the way of doing things intentionally but it's just like it's also not like a one hour thing it's like a changing your pace of life like I think for like the biggest things and like I'll go back to your question about vacations in a second but like I see the most beneficial is things like you know having a set morning routine where you're not getting up and going right away but like you're taking time for yourself and like you're going on a walk or you're you know reading the newspaper with your coffee and like you're not just going into like action mode as soon as you wake up right. or like having that wind down time like in- incorporating like larger routines than just like oh I took a bath tonight so like I'm gonna feel better tomorrow like what is like truly slowing down your pace of life on like an ongoing basis is what would make the most difference see like if I think about it like that like I need to that's one end of the spectrum for me because if I really like when I think of myself like on vacation right then I just it feels like I'm just like see you later work see you later responsibilities and I'm like no that can't be right that's not the answer to my slowing down it's not just like see you later yeah never do laundry again (laughs) you know it's so yeah but okay yeah go back to the vacation tell me tell me what is it like compared on vacation like do you find you're de-stressed on vacation or like that you can slow the fuck down or yeah no for sure like completely to what you said I vacation for me is like this period of just true disconnect and 
it, it is such a weird, especially when you're, like, trapped, like, you know, there's a vacation where you're just, like, staying home and you're just, like, not working, and then there's a vacation where you're, like, you know, maybe, like, truly, like, traveling places. You could put me in, like, the most stressful travel scenario, like, my flight's been canceled, I've got to take an over- three overnight buses <laughs> to get ready to be, and I'm, like, no stress. It has no, it is no big deal to me, and then you, but, like, something goes wrong at work and I'm like stressed through the roof. I think especially when freelancing it makes it easy to kind of work in vacation simultaneously because taking 15 minutes to answer an email or like doing something for a client is like no big deal in the moment but what I've found over the years in like doing that is that I was kind of always leaving my mind on the hook to be thinking about those to-dos and worrying about stuff when like the focus of being on vacation is to slow down and like recharge And so I've kind of made it a rule now that when I'm gone, I'm gone. And, like, good luck getting a hold of me because, like, I don't (laughs) allow myself to check my emails. Like, I set really firm boundaries about any responses. Like, you know, very few people have my cell number work-wise to be able to contact me. me. I'm the stress on her vacation. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, like, I can kind of give myself that mental space that I need to be able to come back my best. And... I didn't take any vacation in 2021 and I really felt it at the end of the year and I remember the Christmas holidays coming up and I remember like in that week lead up to me taking a week off I was like I'm gonna cry with excitement over like the idea of just like having a break and That's that was crazy. a huge wake up. That is insane that, that was you only it was a week. I literally take like two and a half to three weeks during the Christmas holidays because I was like you don't know what kind of baking and cooking I gotta do. <laughs> so Yeah usually usually I tried to take two weeks but it just like yeah I don't know what happened last year but I got to like literally Christmas time and I counted my vacation days and I'd taken like four days the whole year like it was really bad I also feel like your clients like my clients I have we have less communication because I have what I need to do and then I'm also anal maybe about the the types of work that I do for them is that we can plan ahead. So like when it comes to me taking vacation, then everybody's already at least two weeks to a month ahead of schedule. So then I just ask to be two months ahead of schedule. And then I like, I think that's maybe why it's a little bit harder for you too, is just the type of work that you do for your clients. Especially because I'm like pretty heavily in socials still. That has a big impact because I'm typically the one scheduling stuff and just like getting calendars and stuff ready and yeah so like that last year was a huge wake-up call for me that I hadn't stopped all year and like the reaction I was having to the idea of taking a week off was like not healthy because I shouldn't have been that excited (laughs) about it and it was like clearly this is overdue but like I will also say though and this like may sound hypocritical to what I literally just said but I do want to explore the idea of like traveling and work more this fall and like hopefully go visit one of my friends in Arizona and like actually kind of trial that being away while still being like quote unquote in the office but I think for me it's about making that mental divide between like this isn't a vacation it's working while traveling and like being in a new place and like you know you're getting a little bit of that like you exploring but like you're still on like you're not truly disconnecting because I find it's when my mind goes to this like I'm trying to disconnect and then it doesn't work because I've, yeah. I, yeah, because I've left myself accessible is when I find that I get stressed on vacation. Yeah, because, like, see, for me, I feel like vacation mags is unique, like, literally two separate people. And I know that I can extend 
vacation mags into my life as well but it just doesn't come naturally like I love who I am on vacation but it's always been like this constant battle to connect those two people like it shouldn't be that hard but it very much is and I don't yet understand really why Mm -hmm. but now okay so the second half that seems to come naturally with slowing down is the term you know simple living or simplifying how you live and for me simple living gets down to ensuring that I have the time for the things that are the most important for me which is like cooking baking exercise gardening my family various creative endeavors which when I write it out I'm like okay well that's not really simple but to me that that's simply what life has to offer and how I want to make the most of it so where do you fall in that idea of like simplifying and a simpleness of life yeah like I think that makes a lot of sense that it's about like what are your top priorities and kind of like letting go of the rest in favor of like prioritizing those things and I think like for me it's like kind of similar it's about lessening the noise And a big thing I found is that when I have weekends when I, like, delete my social media apps and stay offline, like, I think being online, especially with, like, my work is, like, I, like, I'm sure I've said this a million times on this podcast, but that definitely takes the biggest toll on me. Yeah. And so when I, like, force myself to be offline and take time to do other things, those are the moments when I feel most myself. And I find when I set that boundary on screen time, it's like all of a sudden I'm free to explore all these more mindful activities, whether that's like baking or reading or going to a yoga class or just like going for a drive somewhere. Yeah. It's like forced boredom. And it's so funny because I remember being a kid and it was always like classic to go to one of your parents and be like, I'm bored. And they'd probably be like, clean your room. And you'd be like, that's not what I mean. <laughs> and you just, and then you just like wander the house looking for something to do. And it was only in the last like year or so that I had this moment of just being like, when did I last feel that way? And it had legitimately probably been years because we always have our phones. You can always, you know, scroll through Instagram, scroll through TikTok if you're bored. And I think that's kind of sad that like some of the best ideas come from those moments of stillness and boredom and the concept of a world without that is like sad. So for me, like simple living, just like shutting everything out. See, for I wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't connect simpleness with boredom because for me, I can't remember the last time I was bored, but I, w- I see that as a good thing because then I see that as like in that space where I could be bored. It doesn't mean that I'm busy, but it's just that I have things like if I were to be bored, I would paint, but I am scheduling some painting time for myself this weekend because we're sending Tilo away for a camping trip. So it's just going to be Hugo and I. And I'm not going to be working all the weekend, so I'm going to do what I need to do, but then I'm going to work on that. So it's funny that that for you, boredom comes in as, but like a stillness. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's less so boredom itself and more so the opportunity for boredom. Yes, I see. Okay. That I feel, and that kind of fits with what you're saying about like, uh, you know, here are the things that are most important to me and I want to prioritize them. And sometimes I feel that like, I was literally having a conversation with my mom the other day where I was, like, saying how I, I get overwhelmed by how many books I want to read and, like, physically not having, <laughs> not physically, not having the amount of time wow. to read them all. Yeah. And then I'm like, which one do I start? And then I start, like, seven and then I get overwhelmed because I'm reading too many of them. And, like, there's always, like, something that I'm like, oh, I want to read more about this or, like, whatever. And 
I was saying that I just, there's not enough hours in the day. And then I paused and was like, well, actually, how many times, (laughs) yeah, like how many times do I sit and just like watch reruns of things on TV or like, you know, maybe like watch a show that I'm not even super interested in, but I just like, so watch Down Abbey, you'll be interested in that one. so, So like, if you turned, if you turned off, you'd have more time for that. And like, that's kind of where my like disconnect, because for me, a lot of that distraction comes from being like, I'm going to go see what's on like Pinterest or like, you know, even multitasking while watching TV. I try to be better about like, not going on my phone and watching TV at the same time, which is like really hard sometimes. (laughs) And then you're like, why is it this difficult to focus? I feel like it's the quality of what you're watching, maybe Down Abbey. (laughs) (laughs) You need to watch Down Abbey. I feel like I have watched like the first season. No, no, you gotta watch it all because it gets very, very good. The first episode, I almost didn't finish watching because I watched the first episode and I was like, hmm. Then I was illustrating, so I was like, okay, I'll put on episode two. And then I was like, this is the best show ever! And then it was just downhill from there. And I finished it in like two weeks. Yep. <laughs> Are you going to see the movie next month? Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the first movie? I have. I just watched it yesterday. Okay. Yep. Okay, I was going to say. Did you see the cookbook I sent you this morning? I did. Oh, didn't I not tell you that my half-birthday passed, but I'd still accept? Did I? I no, no, you, you conveniently didn't mention oh. that, but you have now. <laughs> well, there we go, for everyone to hear. Down Abby has a cookbook. I- <laughs> back back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Aside from Down Abby, how has slowing down been going for you so far? It could be worse, but for the most part... <laughs> I have been actively easing my own stresses week by week. Currently, I'm resetting my sleep schedules. So I've been coming up to bed at 9 p.m. and sleeping by 9.30. And that's really made a world of difference for me. Like, I I wish I'd done that sooner because we'd been so busy, so many things coming up that, you know, I have these things that I do every day and, and that I make time for and it's very fulfilling, but my sleep schedule is kind of all over the place. And so since doing that, that's been helping a lot. And then the other thing is to just take more breaks during the workday and not filling up my weekends, which is important is because like I need to feel like Saturday I can clean my house and I can prep things for the following week. And so now I'm just like lessening either lessening my engagements or shortening them because I don't need to see somebody for very long it's like two hours top <laughs> see you later I don't need to see you for more than an hour or see you I've got week. everything like, I need let's, let's spread this out if you're not far then make it a Wednesday evening visit and you know sure whatever right so what about you have you, you've been making plenty of life changes this spring and summer so have you started reaping the benefits yet I feel on the cusp I really think July is going to be the start of, like, benefiting from all the work that I've been putting into, you know, revisiting some aspects of my life over the last few months. And, like, I can't really explain it, but I just feel like the next month or so is really the start of a new chapter of, like, feeling more calm and relaxed. No, a new chapter of Kim, in the book of Kim. I like I feel like a lot of it has to do with making it a higher priority to put my own rest above other things and like making it my own personal mission to like slow down but I don't know I'm just like it very much getting this like gut feeling of new beginnings which 
uh, complete aside, so weird. I keep seeing the number 111 everywhere, which is an angel number, meaning like new beginnings and like, at least from what I've been able to Google, that's like the general consensus. But like, it has gotten to the point that it's like starting to freak me out. Like today I was driving to a yoga class and my, like I was driving down the highway my speedometer says 111 kilometers an hour and then I immediately look over to my clock and it's 111. Ooh. And I was like, oh, and it's like, it's everywhere. It's license plate numbers. It's like all, yeah, 111 and 222 I've been seeing a bit as well on, um, and like I passed by. Like, mean? Similarly, like kind of like you're on the right path, like extra new ones. chapters. New like well, together. One plus they, one is two. <laughs> they, they all have different kind of meanings when you see those three numbers, three of the same number together. But 111 is the one that I keep seeing the most frequently. And it it seems to be associated with like, you're on the right path and like new beginnings and stuff like that. And so I just like have this, this gut feeling. It's making me think of, of your birthday card. So for Kim's birthday, might I add that she ruined her own birthday present by buying herself the birthday present that I was going to buy her? <laughs> I so, didn't know. No, of course you didn't know, but what are the chances <laughs> of that? So imagine me, I bought her a present maybe three, four months ago, and I was like, so, so cute, funny. so cute, she's going to love this. And then I get a text from her like three days before I see her, and she's like, look what I just bought. And I was like, <laughs> Kim. <laughs> How dare you ruin your own birthday present that you had no idea I was getting you. Like, next time I'm just going to run everything by your mom because I feel like before you bought it, you probably were like, isn't this cute? Because Kim and her mom yeah, were in the same office. So Yeah, that's 100% how it happened. I saw it. It was a, a clock for, like, anyone that's curious. It was, like, a, a bedside alarm clock, and I've been looking for one so that I don't have to bring my phone in my room to set an alarm. And I saw, like, an Instagram reel, and this girl to went, like, she reached over and turned her alarm off, and it was, like, the cutest, like, 70s, like, very mid-century yeah. modern-looking alarm clock and I was like I need that clock and then so we started like we started me and my mom were in the office and we started googling for like mid-century modern alarm clock and I found it on West Elm and immediately ordered it yeah and then sent a picture to Maggie and then found out that she had also gotten me an alarm clock for my birthday (laughs) yeah but it's fine it's fine so then I had to consult with Kim's mom to be like does Kim have this and then she she confirmed she did not and so Kim got a croissant shirt for her 28th birthday. I love it. Croissant symbolize new beginnings and... The two two points of a croissant symbolize a beginning and an end. (laughs) Yes. Three croissants in a row. (laughs) We were laughing because when we had gone out for dinner, she was telling me, she's like, I have this vibe for new beginnings and basically like what we're kind of chatting about now and I was like oh just just wait wait till you see your birthday card because literally in the birthday card just how I'm preparing myself for my maid of honor speech I'm also preparing for all the great things that are going to happen in Kim's life this year by being like this is the year Kim 28 here we go so I just thought that that was a fun little coincidence. And then when she was reading her card, I was just staring at her being like, ah, I told you. <laughs> <Same thing. laughs> See, it's all signs. It's all signs pointing towards new beginnings. I love signs. Hey, we had a nest of cardinals living in our front bush. And so we got to watch the the female cardinal lay her eggs, hatch those eggs. Oh, that's exciting. It was so much fun. We were so honored that the cardinals chose our front bush 
And yes, I was walking around the neighborhood as if I had something, you know, better than everybody else. Just you don't have cardinals <laughs> in your house. So <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Cardinals are also super symbolic. They are. And my dad passed away, and so then that's a little connection. We're like, oh hey, is this your new family? Do you like the mother? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like that wraps up this segment of the show. And I know, as per usual, you've got something good to tell me. So without further ado, on to the Philomath. Do you guys like what I did with the Philomath last week? It had me hollering in editing (laughs) so now one of the things that is often associated with slowing down is to spend less time on your phone so today kim i wanted to tell you the story of min a globe-trotting step eagle whose taste for adventure turned into a big international texting habit are you ready I'm ready. Okay, so back in 2019, a team of Russian researchers set out to track endangered steppe eagles using a device that sends the birds' locations via text messages. They knew that they would occasionally lose track of the birds when they flew into regions with little or no cellular coverage. So going off the grid isn't a huge deal. Usually when that happens, the messages are sent once the eagles flew back into range, which works great as long as they stay in the network. With a solid cellular plan, the study should have been cost-effective. The Russian Raptor Research and Conservative Network team had had equipped 13 step eagles with SMS text-based tracking devices. Four times a day, the devices would send coordinates of the eagles so researchers could figure out where they spend their time. So that's not a problem when the birds send messages on the Kazakh or Russian networks. But when Min... The steppe eagle reappeared in early October after being out of range. The eagle did so in Iran, whose roaming rates are sky high. He disappeared for five months, and all of a sudden, here he is with a very, very heavy phone bill. Min sent hundreds of text messages at once at about 77 cents each. That price is five times the typical price of the Russian network, wiping out the project's budget in one fell swoop. The budget had already taken a hit when other eagles took off to places in Central Asia with high roaming charges. So the team had raised about $5,000 in crowdfunding to help cover the cost so they could continue tracking the eagles through the end of the year and into 2020. Peltier reports that the network used by the eagles text trackers Megaphone announced that it would refund several months worth of charges to the project and would now offer special rates for the wayward eagles. In fact, other phone companies had reached out offering free SIM cards for any new eagles the project tracks now that the story has gone viral. And it's quite an irony because when they started the project and asked for discounts, many of those phone companies had turned them down. So the moral of the story is spend less time on your phone and help the eagles spend more time on theirs. That's so funny. Isn't that crazy? Okay, I, I want to know, wait, how are the eagles texting them? So they have like special um, little devices and those devices send a text message four times a day with just their location. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's just like up to date locations, which I don't know why they wouldn't just GPS track them, but maybe that's harder to do. Yeah, like that. it just seems like 
why i was envisioning like i don't know how the eagle was sending text messages but he had like passive aggressively landed in this like high data zone and was like hey i'm gonna text them like you know when like someone sends like 800 to i do this so i don't know why i'm saying somebody do the same but like thing, when so. someone sends like 800 messages instead of like putting it all in one message so that their like phone keeps buzzing i just like pictured the eagle doing that being like ah they 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 haven't heard from me in a while yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna I send so many me while he's in iran speaking of I, I sent kim so many texts she literally had to send me like a six six numbered itemized response and then she didn't even answer one of the questions <laughs> fully so i was like okay can we go back to point four you didn't actually answer my question <laughs> I was playing catch up. No, that's fine. That's fine. But yes, that does conclude episode 35, My Slow and Simple. And if you want to follow us on Instagram and didn't do it earlier when I told you to follow <laughs> us on Instagram, you can find us still at at Wits End Podcast on Instagram. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow us. And if you're listening on Apple Music, make sure to rate and review. And until next time. Bye-bye now. Bye.